Blog Talk Radio. Young lion. We also see, I think you might see 
Might be Brother Joe about on the broadcast coming on stage. I don't know. Well, let's check and find out if it's Brother Joe and see if he coming to holler in the microphone on tape number 102. We're going to find out. So, uh, Brother Joe, see right. Yaqua bless you, Sir Israel, the seed royal. Hallelujah. All right there, Brother Joe. That's excellent, Brother Joe. All right. Also, happily, Brother Joe will spread the books out and get in where he's sitting in there, too. That's a great thing. All right there, young line of uh, Titus. We can take a look at Matthew 10, 19. See what we can get out of 10, 19 now. Let's see if we get out of Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 now. Uh, Brother Titus, Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. What does it say there, Brother Titus? The book of Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 reads, But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you should speak, but it should be given you in that same hour what you should speak. Because they're going to deliver you up, no doubt about it. You're going to be delivered up. So, but, when, but when that time happens, it's how you respond to being delivered up. That's the key. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. If you want to get going on there, young line. Luke 12, verse 12. The book of Luke chapter 12, verse 12 reads, But the righteous spirit shall teach you at the same hour what you ought to say. In that very same hour, young lion, what you say will teach you what you ought to say. That's the game changer right there. So make sure you got your mind on straight because the righteous spirit will let the best on bump the gums and it'll teach you in that very same hour how to hear something and let it be said, then to deliver a knockout blow. That's what it's all about. Lose all the bumping content and be prepared to just deliver the knockout blow. Because this whole thing's about one thing, uh, young lion. In the book of Psalms 84, verse 10 down to verse 12, what is said that we can read in Psalms 84, verse 10? 11 and 12. What does that say, young line, brother Titus? What does it say? The book of Psalms, chapter 84, verse 10 to verse 12. Psalms, chapter 84, verse 10 read, For a day in your court is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the temple of my Yahweh than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Verse 11. For Yahweh, Yahweh is a son and shield. Yahweh will give mercy and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Verse 12. O Yahweh hopes, blessed is the man that trusted in you. So you see what he's saying? I'll read verse number 11 again, that young line. Listen real carefully at verse number 11. What do you say in verse 11 again, young line? The book of Psalms, chapter 84, verse 11 reads, For Yahweh is a son and shield. Yahweh will give grace, mercy, and glory. 
No good thing would he withhold from them that walk uprightly. You see, he said, he never holds us back from me if you're walking uprightly. He says, no good thing is no good thing that you hold back from you. See, but the key to it is, it's something that you got to do. He said, well, it don't work unless you understand what you got to do. The only way you get to these good things that Yahweh got to offer you, you got to walk upright. You got to walk upright. How do you walk upright?
The book of First John, back of the book, chapter one, verse six. If we say that we walk, if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. You see that? But if we say we got fellowship with him and we walk in and read that verse again. Before you read that verse again, I'm I'm um welcome Mother D of Israel. She said, Listen, see, I'm gonna come on the broadcast. I'm not coming to do no reading, but I wanna make sure I'm listening and keeping up with everything. So Mother D of Israel, she loud and well and and getting a friend back and all that great stuff. So she said, I'm gonna be on the yeah, broadcast well. here because I know my responsibility is to make sure I hear everything going on. So, Mother Dear of Israel, Yaqua, did you have Ray? Yaqua, bless you, Sia Israel, Seabor. Hallelujah, Yaqua. Hallelujah, Yaqua, that Mother Dear of Israel. So, that's a great thing. So, Mother Dear of Israel says that she's going to be listening, taking notes, because she said, I know my responsibility. I got to lead by example. So, I'm going to be listening, taking notes, and I'm going to be listening to the young lion and but Joe deliver the knockout blow, then I give you my comment on it after the broadcast is over. And that's a great thing. That's responsibility of leadership. You always know what's going yeah, on. Because our business is Yahweh's business. So now, Yahweh say you mold nothing good from you if you walk upright. That's what he just say. He said, now, if you don't want me to hold nothing back from you, they make sure you walk upright. Now read that verse again in two and and First John two six. He said, I, he said, tell him, David, I'm gonna hold nothing from you, but something you got to do. You got to walk upright. Then, uh, Brother Job, have me First John chapter two verse two and two. Had that waiting on me, Brother Job. So now. This is what the man saying. He's saying, now listen, you don't want me to hold nothing back from you, then you walk upright. That's what you do. Then I take it from there. Now, to walk upright in with the four-letter man, you got to take it to the precept of First John chapter, Second John chapter 2, verse 6. What is that, young lion? Okay, Second John chapter two, verse six. It says Second John chapter two, verse six. Yeah. Second John. This only goes up to chapter, chapter one, one, verse six. Yeah, one. Six. Okay, chapter one. one six. First John chapter one, verse six reads, "If we say that we have fellowship with Him, we walk in darkness." We lie and do not the truth. Mm-hmm. So we walking in darkness, but we saying, well, I'm having fellowship with him, but you walking in darkness. Then you're not telling the truth. Right. See, he said, I, I will pull nothing back from you if you're doing right. So if you walking in darkness, if you walking in darkness, 
then you're not saying the truth. That means you're not doing the truth. That's what your man just said. That's plain to me. So now, if you say, well, I'm having fellowship with him, but you're walking in darkness, you say you're lying then. Because I'm going to tell you like this is. In the word of Yahweh from the fiction on account, you got to have new growth in you. We got to see the new growth in you and how you take it from one le level to the higher, another higher level. But if you're at the standstill and you ain't got no growth in you, then we know one thing, you lying. Because Yahweh said he will withhold nothing from you that's good if you walk upright. Now, a precept that walking upright is um, young line. Give me that verse 625 of Deuteronomy. So now, you know, this is just very excellent to take a look at. So the six morning camp, you got to watch those that come and labor among you. If they fellowship with you, you got to see the growth in them. If you start seeing them digress back and they're not moving forward, then they're not walking upright because Yahweh said, I will hold nothing back from you if you walk upright. That means he's going to advance your understanding to get stronger and stronger and stronger. But if you still at a standstill, then we know you got island here. And you're not walking right. Then you're lying. See that? See how easy that is, that mother of Israel, to, to catch them? See, it's all about the, the Bible would tell the story, mother of Israel. It'll tell exactly what you're working with once you put your Luke 12, 12 on the table and your Matthew 10, 19. Then all you got to do is watch everybody from the pages of the book. And, your, and the book will reveal what they own and what they're not on. Because when you're walking up, up righteous in 625, let's find out the biblical definition of walking up righteous and do it around in 625. What is that, that young man? The fifth book of the law, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse 25 reads, And it shall be our righteousness that we observe to do all these commandments, laws, statutes, and judges before Yahweh, our Yahweh, as he has commanded us. See, it is a commandment to do the laws, statutes, and the commandments. That is a commandment. That is an order. If you want Yahweh to intervene and hold nothing good from you, then you got to do the laws, statutes, and the commandments. That's it. Because there is a there. So remember, we're learn on the way of learning something. Then, then what do Yahweh say behind that? Hey, but Joe, and three twenty-two of the book of First John, but Joe, uh, tell this national audience what he says that he'll do if we'll apply the book the way he tells us to do it. What he got? What's going on there, but Joe? Three twenty-two of First John, come on. What about Job at? But Job, he having a conversation going on somewhere. So, but, but Job, when you are 
get through with all the conversation you're having in the background, then say, hallelujah, I and we know who we call you. You're ready to stretch out a little bit. All right, Brother Joe. And that's why Mother Day of Israel said, I'm coming to this broadcast. I'm just going to monitor the broadcast and see what's going on. I'm going to take notes because that was a final statement that was written that we read in Psalm 84. That was big. That was big talk. Yahweh said in verse 11, I hold nothing good from you if you walk upright. I mean, I hold nothing back from you. Now, either we believe him or we don't believe him. So, Brother Joe, when you read it again, Brother Joe, you say, Hallelujah, then we know we can, we can bring you on to help out and assist in take number 102. And remember, Mother D of Israel said, I'm taking notes real good. I'm, I'm taking a look at the, the, the sheep and the flock and grand style. Oh, and Mother E is coming to the stage for take number 102. You bring Mother E in there. We need another one of the mothers out of Camp One. Mother E, one of the mothers out of Camp One. Got my BJLC ready. Yep, I bless you, see Israel. A Seagull. Hallelujah. All right, Hallelujah. And we know Mother Z, most likely, going to give a commentary a little bit later on the broadcast. So, we clear up. That, you know, that, that verse of death is a powerful verse. Matter of fact, Come back and read that again because he said we missed that verse that you read in Psalms in the open part of the broadcast. So would you read that again, Sierra? Okay, young line. You read what you read? That was 84, 10 through 12 in the book of Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. 10 down to verse 12. Take a deep breath. Uh, don't cut those tea off there, uh, young line. Take a deep, a deep breath. He might cut those stay off. He might be having some more to say, and he loses his train of thought. So now, in Psalm 84, that young line, can you up those stairs in the National Order? Matter of fact, the WCC, if they want to hear that verse again. Uh, 84, 10 down to verse 12. Start again there, young line. Come on. The book of Psalms, chapter 84. Verse 10 to verse 12. Psalms chapter 84, verse 10 reads, For a day in your court is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the temple of my Yahweh than to dwell in the tent of wickedness. Verse 11. For Yahweh, Yahweh is the sun and shield. Yahweh will give great mercy and glory. No good thing would he withhold from death that walk uprightly. Verse 12 reads, Oh, Yahweh of hosts, blessed is the man or woman that trusts in you. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, he's saying, he said, the angels were sent from the son and the father to tell David put in writing. He said, you tell the Torah tribes of Israel at that time, I hold nothing back from you. But what you got to do, you got to walk upright. And we found out in, in 1 John, Second uh, John chapter 1, 6, walking upright and all the good stuff means you're keeping the law, that's in the command. Then Yahweh said he'll kick in. See, that's the key to it. 
You want to know what would activate Yahweh to kick in. He don't just told you now. He said, I'm not going to hold nothing back from you if you walk upright. That's what you say. That's big top of jail. So Mother E in 322, Mother E, let's find out exactly on the right side of the book in 1 John 322. Let's talk about that for a minute. And 322, Mother, let's find out some things in 1 John 322. What he says that he'll do is, is we Follow what he got written in his Bible. What did he say he'll do? He's telling beloved John and 322. What did he tell your mother? 1 John chapter 3, verse 22. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Mm-hmm. So you see his eyes? Listen, now Yahweh tell you, well, won't you ask me something then? He said, now, if you keep my laws, statutes, and commandments, knowing you're going to be tried. Now, Mother, in Luke, make it Mark chapter 4, Mother. Mark chapter 4, and we're going to pick up verse number 13. And we're going to read down to verse 20. So now, this is where we come in at. And this is why Mother G of Israel said, I'm listening to this thing real carefully. See, this is what we got to come in at. Because we know one thing. Satan is busy. And Satan is, um, um, I need a precept. Young lion, what is Satan doing? Satan doing something. He's doing something. So you got to watch Satan doing something. And But you got to watch Satan it is best in the pages of the book. Now, in First Peter, there, young lion, chapter five. See, we got to keep. This is how well, I'm trying to tell the fiction on the count. You got to watch from the pages of the book. You catch a cookie in your neck trying to watch everybody. From now, you got to watch it from this book. Now, in First Peter five. Young lion, pick up at verse number one. Now, I'm going to make a little meal out of this. In First Peter chapter one, I mean chapter five, we're going to read straight down to verse number nine. Take a time there, young lion, First Peter chapter five, one down to verse nine. Let's, let's see if we examine all this good stuff we, we get ready to deal with. First Peter chapter five, verse one through nine, young line, you're on the clock, come up. Key speaker of the nation of Israel. First Peter chapter five, verse one to verse nine. First Peter chapter five, verse one read. The elders which are among you, I exhort, who who am also an elder and a witness of the suffering of Yahweh the Son, and also of partaking of the glory and honor that should be revealed. Verse 2, feed the flock of Yahweh, which is among you, taking oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for future lucre, 
but of a ready mind. Verse 3, neither as being Yahweh over Yahweh's heritage, but being examples to the flock. Verse 4, and when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown, a crown of honor that stayed not away. Verse 5, likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. But Yahweh resisted the proud and give it great mercy to the humble. Verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of Yahweh, that he may exalt you in due time. Verse 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, Satan the devil, as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Verse 9. Who resists steadfast in the faith, the covenant, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren there are in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, read verse 5 again in your line. 5 verse 5. She, she speaks of the nation of Israel. Chapter 5, verse 5 reads, Likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you, be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. For Yahweh resisted the pride, and give it great mercy to the humble. Mm-hmm. So you're saying, you youngers, you have to submit yourself unto the elder. That means you, 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 you cannot be, you cannot be, you cannot be puffed up. You youngers, submit yourself. There's a lot of things that the youngers don't know, but it's the elder responsibility to be there to help you out. So, but first of all, you got, your fear got to be right to be received what the elder is trying to blame to you. So that's, that's the game changer with that. So you got to submit yourself to the elder. I mean, you can't so you yourself equal to the elder. You got to submit yourself to the elder. And that's the game changer with that. So I'm first in the, in, the, in the book of First Timothy 5, let's identify the elders there. You don't mind? Let's identify the elders. First Timothy 5, verse 1 and 2. Let's identify the elders. 5, 1 and 2. We're going to First Timothy, chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. First Timothy, chapter 5, verse 1 reads, Rebuke not an elder, but treat him as a father, and the younger man as brethren. Verse 2, the elder woman as mother, the youngest as sister, with all purity. Mm. So what he's saying, do not correct, do not try to correct elders. Do not correct them. The one that's in leadership position, do not correct them. Now, if something that you don't know and don't have an understanding to, you know, you get their attention and pull them to, the, and they'll pull you to the side and 
show you exactly, but don't try to correct illness. Now he's saying, don't do it. Because he, yeah, if they put in that position uh, in 12, 18, let's see who put them in that position. If they're in that position in 1 Corinthians 12, 18, then somebody had to do that. Take a look at it in 12, 18. So always remember six and nine accounts. Those that in leadership, those that come to fellowship with you, you don't put yourself in a position to be corrected. Because when you're not, when you ill, teach it wrong, Yahweh going to take care of it anyway. Because Yahweh said it plain in 1218. Let's see if he's saying 1218, the first correction. What do you say in 1218, now, Yahweh? The book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 18 reads, but now I have Yahweh set the members, every one of them, in the body, as he had pleased him. See, Yahweh set the members in the body as they please him. So if that's the case, uh, hold what you got there, Mother E. And give me 118.23, Mother. So Yahweh, a thumb, 118.23, put a mark on what you're on there, Mother E. Because you want to think about, you come on this broadcast, it's always something going to trick off a lesson to come out of it. And it dawned on me like Mother D. of Israel saying, well, you know, fear, I, I want to hear what's going on, and let me take great notes. So we got to understand something. We got a responsibility in leadership. And leadership supposed to know exactly what's going on because that's our duty. Because Yahweh said, if we walk upright, He'll hold nothing that's good from us. That's the game kind of, I like I like to hear that kind of talk. If we do the right thing, make sure we call things right from the page of the book, then Yahweh said, I will hold nothing back from you as long as you got him right. And I like that. I like that bargaining. So all I do is do the right thing, and Yahweh will make sure I'm all right. Yeah. I like that. So now he says in twelve eighteen, he put those in a position the way it pleases him. And all we supposed to say is what, Mother E? And all we supposed to say one eighteen, two and three of Psalms, what folks come out of our mouth when we see leadership is already in in order? What do you say, Mother? 118, 23 of Psalms, come on. The book of Psalms, chapter 118, verse 23. Oh, boy. Verse 23. Okay, let me get there. Psalm 118, verse 23. Oh, boy. I get that to us. Okay. Psalm 118, 23, Mother. Okay, Psalm chapter 118, verse 23 reads. This is the Yahweh's done. It is marvelous in our eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So all we're supposed to say, this is Yahweh's doing. So it's marvelous in our eyes. 
if we do not understand some things, he got order about how he wants to be presented. Stay in order, guess what? Won't no good thing that hell and righteousness will be held from us. That means we will, we will receive some good stuff because when you know you're really on point, this is the spirit you have, Mother, Mother Eve, and Daniel 6, verse 3. See, this is when you know when you're on point. When you know the ones that communicate with you, if they're on point, this is the way they're going to communicate. That's why we say watch everybody from the page of the book. See, do they line up with the book? Judge them by appearance. Make sure whoever stands before you, they lines up with this book. And anybody standing before you got to have a Daniel 6, verse 3. What is that? Hey, Mother, hey, Mother Eve. What is that in Daniel 6, verse 3? Look at Daniel, chapter 6, verse 3. Then this Daniel was perfect, a book, a book the president and princess, because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king sought to set him over the whole realm. So, see, when you carry the word of Yahweh, according to Daniel 6, verse 3, what kind of spirit would be if you own something if you own something in Yahweh's word and your spirit is right, what kind of spirit would you have that can be communicating with you according to Daniel 6 verse 3? What kind of spirit do you have, Mother? Excellent. Uh, excellent spirit. And see, that's what you got to notice, on it, how they present themselves. If they present themselves with an excellent spirit, now, give me a precept on that. Give me Proverbs 15, verse 1. Proverbs. That's how the spirit operates. Then the middle spirit will kick in and say, now, hey, Sarah, put a precept with that. Okay, let's see what he said in 15, verse 1, mother. You got to have an excellent spirit with you. And let's see what he says in 15, verse 1 of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1. A soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stirs up anger. Yeah, you said if I would do it, mother? Yeah, yeah. So you see the point. If you got an extra spirit on you, then it's something you don't understand how you present yourself outward. What kind of spirit you got to have outward, something you don't understand. Uh, and, and the same thing has to come back with those kind of explaining. According to 15 verse 1, mother, can you help the national audience out? Because this message is for somebody around the world. Because there's no accident. On what we're going on, because we've done it fairly. So now read that verse again, but a little more audio, you kind of low on that one. Read that again, because like I keep saying, we have to watch 
everybody that come into ministry and all six camps from the Bible, not appearing uh, what they say. We got to watch. We got to know what to look for that coming in a presentation. And their presentation should be at 15 verse 1. Read again that mother. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 1. A soft, word, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a grievous word stirs up anger. You see that? Excellent. And, and, and when that's going on, what is Yahweh doing it? And what is the Almighty is doing in verse 3? <laughs> the eyes of the Yahweh are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. I hate that yeah, that mother So Yahweh is watching the evil and he's watching the good. See, that's the point we're making. Yahweh is watching the evil and he's watching the good. So that's that good talk yeah, mother. So remember, <laughs> when somebody's trying to explain something to you, they have to be explaining something to you according to 15 verse 1. Now, 15 verse 1 is telling us something. Why is the man in the world saying that? But not only that, in verse 3, because we found out one thing, that the almighty Yahweh is watching the good, the evil, and the good. So Yahweh is sitting there having his eyes to look at the, the whole situation. And he made a claim. What do you say again, uh, uh, Brother Titus? What, what do you say that he'll do if we follow in Psalm 84, verse 11, 12? What do you say that he'll do? The book of Psalms, chapter 84, verse 11, and verse 12. Psalms 84, verse 11 reads, For Yahweh, Yahweh is the son and shit. Yahweh will give grace, mercy, and glory, honor, no good things will he behold from them that walk uprightly. Verse 12. O Yahweh of hosts, blessed is the man or woman that trusts in you. Yeah. That's big talk right there. So he you know, Yahweh is telling, he's telling, he's telling David and he's telling Solomon if they Walk right, talk right, according to what I got rid of my Bible, I will hold nothing back from them that's good. I hold nothing back from them. See? And here we read in First John 3, 22, he said, now, since you walking all right, you're taking care of me, then he said, listen, ask me something. Because I'm, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and just said, Yahweh, he said, now ask me something. So now we know how to watch from the sixth anointed camp those that's in leadership and those that's members and everything else. You watch everybody from the page of the book. You can tell from understanding the lesson that if a person is teaching, if his spirit ain't right, you know one thing. You ain't lying with the Bible. Your spirit ain't right. Because Yahweh is watching the evil and the good, according to Proverbs 15, verse 3. And we found in 15, verse 1, a soft answer 
turn away wrath. But grievous words serve up anger. So when you catch a person get all angry, get all excited and stuff like that, see you already know. Oh, wow. That spirit ain't come from Yahweh. That spirit come from Satan the devil. Satan got it, got it in your eyes. See? There it is right there. And you ain't got to do nothing but stay in the book. Oh. That Satan got into there. How you know that? Because you got the blueprint on what to look for. Those that stand before you got to have an excellent spirit according to Daniel 6, verse 3. Your spirit got to be an excellent spirit, and you got to know how to take care of his business and just say it's Yahweh's word. That's what he takes it. Deep breath and deliver your part because Yahweh is watching the evil and he's watching the good. Now, mother, now give me that mark. Now I need that mark. Now, mother. And we see daughter Yahweh coming on stage. We're bringing in the behind that. So now, Mother, in Mark chapter 4, pick it up at verse number, but like we, like we said, in the word of Yahweh, it's supposed to be where you always increasing, increasing. Because he said he'll hold nothing good from you. Otherwise, you keep adding on more to you, more to you. The more you ask for, the more he'll give you. And we'll tell by you how you communicate through the page of the book. We're going to tell how we feel so we'll, we'll understand your increase. We'll know that you're doing Bible or you're doing the doing. Just there. It'll tell everything how we know on the page of the book. Now, Mother in now Yahweh called his 12 followers called disciples and He's going to have a conversation with him, mother. Let's find out what he got going on in Mark chapter 4, and we'll pick it up at verse 13. Let's find out. Let's read a little bit, mother, see what we got going on. Let's start at verse 13. we just read a little bit until we get our point. Mark chapter Mark. 4, pick it up verse 13. What say that, mother? Eat. Mark chapter 4, verse 13 to 20. Yeah, yeah, let's talk over there. Come on. Mark chapter 4, verse 13. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable, and how then will ye know all parables? 14. The sower soweth. The sower soweth the word. 15. And these are they by the way. Side. Where the word is sown, but when they have heard, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their mind. 16. And these are they likewise, which are sown on stony ground, who when when they have heard the word, immediately Receive it with gladness, verse 17, and have, and have not root in themselves, and so endure it but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution arise, for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. 
And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. Verse 19. And the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things, entering in. Choked the word, Choked. it became unfruitful. Verse 20. Pardon me? And it be, become it, become it. Okay. Wait And the lust of the lust of the other things in China, in common, and chokes the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Verse 20. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, and receive it, and bring it forth through, some thirty-fold, and some sixty, and some a hundred. Now, now look, now, 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 now look what now look what we are learning all the way of learning something. Now, that was big talk out, mother. So now that's why, you know, like Mother D F Israel says, she said, see, don't get going on. I'm gonna be on the broadcast, but I just wanna monitor the broadcast and see how much growth in the broadcast. See is in the growth part. But what if we gonna find out on the way that are going on? So now now, that's big talk you just got to read that, mother. But look, I, it's a verse I want to look at again, mother. And the book of Mark, chapter 4, you made a, you read up a found verse. And this is how you got to watch things. Read verse um, 16 and 17. Read verse 16 and 17 again, mother. 16 and 17. The book of Mark, chapter 4, verse 16 and verse 17. And these are they, likewise, which are sown on stony ground. When they have heard the word immediately, immediately receive it with gladness. 17. And have no root in themselves, and so endure for but a time. Afterwards, when affliction or persecution arise for the word's sake, immediately they are. Okay. You see that, mother? Now look at that. You see what we learn? Immediately, when immediately when they. You can tell what spirit they own because immediately they'll get offended. Wait a minute. What you get offended about? Correction? Understand? Now look what it says in verse 20. Now look what it says in verse 20, mother. My chapter 4, verse 20. And these are they which are thrown on good ground. 
but to hear the word and receive it and bring it forth too. Psalm 34 and Psalm 60 and Psalm 800. Ain't that something? So now you got two types of spirits to watch for in a six and only count. You got two types of spirits. If you see a spirit that come fly back at you, then you know where that spirit is coming from. They tell why they learning have been on stony ground. But you got another kind of spirit that they learn it on good ground. They'll receive that word and they'll get happy and they get happy and then Yahweh will give them the increase and they'll bring forth fruit. 34, some bring 60, 100. So you have to watch this kind of spirit when you're correcting somebody or you showing somebody something. You have to watch and see which way they'll take it if you show it what the Bible saying. Now, if they take it according to verse 20, then you know you can proceed on. But if they take it according to uh, verse 16 and 17 and fly all up at the handle, then you know right then and there. Uh, another spirit I've got into this. So you have to know, but you got to be able to watch all that from the pages of the book. Because when you correct the teachers, the elders, or whatever, when you correct them, they fall receive the spirit and take the correction. But if they fly all off at the handle behind it, then you know one thing. Something else has entered into that. So you'll know that by understanding the Bible. See, the greatest piece of the literature is this Bible. you got to watch everybody from the page of the book. Because guess what? Guess who's watching you? Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3. Let's see who's watching you. See, you just think it, it, it only go one way. But Mother, read 15, verse 3. Let's show you who's watching you. Proverbs 15, verse 3. Book of Proverbs chapter 15. Verse 3. See, the eyes of the Yahweh are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. So, so Yahweh is watching the good and he's watching the evil. So Yahweh is watching everything. Verse 18. And, and Ralph verse 18. Uh, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 18. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And Ralph a man stirs up strife, but he that is slow to anger appears that way.
In the same token, those in leadership got to recognize one thing. Guess what? The almighty Yahweh angels is watching you and making sure if you ain't right, he's going to get you. And how you know when he gets you? You'll start feeling pain if you can't explain it. But if you still feeling feeling pretty good and no good thing will tell from you, then you know you're on track. But all of a sudden you start getting ankle pain, knee pain, back pain, all kind of problems, then you got that thought out what's going on. Because Yahweh said, read it again, Brother Titus again, read it again in um, 84 verse number 11 again, read 84 11, what he said he'll do. He sent the angel down to tell David to put it right. He said, this is what I'm going to do if, if you line up with my book. This is what I'm going to do in 84 verse number 11. What did he say that, young lion? Book of Psalms, chapter 84, verse 11 read, For Yahweh, Yahweh is the son and shield. Yahweh will give great mercy and glory, honor. No good things would he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. Yahweh will That's big talk. That's great big talk. He ain't going to hold nothing back from you. Now, Mother, make it plain in, in Mark 4, 23. All right. Oh. Book of Mark, chapter 4, verse 23. Mark, chapter 4, verse 23. Okay. If any man have ear to hear, let him hear. Now, say it on that. You got ears to heal, let them hear. That big topic there. Don't see me bringing the daughter. I, I hear the daughter, Yahweh. You see, look here, I, wanna, I, I got a, a couple more days off or whatever. I, I, I like hollering that microphone. Let me see how I holler that mm-hmm. microphone a little bit more. Let me meet the daughter, Yahweh. Daughter, Yahweh. Yahweh, be just see right. Yahweh bless you, seal Israel, see world. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Seal Israel of seal world. That's why I said fear of fear of Israel, see world. Now, daughter, now daughter, help those see out there, daughter. Now we want to go and we want to preach and find where all that's coming from. He says, he says. He'll hold nothing from you if you do right. Mm-hmm. Now, he said, you, but you got to be doing right. He said, you'll hold nothing from you. So sometimes mm-hmm. you might be having some problems in your body, and he'll, he'll send a messenger to you, show you how to start straighten up your body. See, when you're doing right, he'll send a message to you, and it's up to you to receive it. You might have a problem with your body. You might be always got to go see Doc Cook. Then once you on the right track with Yahweh, he'll send you a word. He'll send you a word. That's what he do. He'll send you a word. And one seven verse twenty. Now the angel coming down of Daughter Yahweh. Now the angel coming down again to David. Now, he's coming down in one seven verse twenty to tell David to put this in right. So we found out one thing. He don't hold nothing that you do right. If you do right, he said, I'm not going to hold nothing good from 
you might need a, a blessing in your body. He said, I'm not going to hold it back from you, but you got to make sure you reach my acquaintance to receive this good stuff. So now, uh, daughter Yaqua, and 107 verse 20, can you help the national audience out? What he what he said he going to do if we do right? What do you say? Come on, daughter. Psalms chapter 107, verse 20. Verse 20 reads, Thus they change their honor into the similitude of an ox that eateth grass. Uh, she's not reading Psalms 107, verse 20. Hold on, daughter. Psalms 107, verse 20. Thus they change their glory into the similitude of an ox that eateth grass. That is Psalm. No, that's 107 verse, uh, I apologize, 106 verse 20. Okay, Psalms 107 verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Mm-hmm. So, if, if he doesn't hold nothing on, on that's good from you, but what, according to 107 verse 20, all he got to do is do what? What he got to do according to 107 verse 20 again, daughter? Read that again. Take your time, daughter. Take a deep breath, daughter. Take a deep breath. And look at 107 verse 20 for the national audience. Because we got to be clear that we all we want to do is speed dial that phone. But the Almighty is making it plain what he'll do if you do right. 107 verse 20. Bring it in, daughter. Come on. Psalm chapter 107, 107 verse 20, verse 20 reads, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. This man, this man got too much power for you to keep paying this man, no, never mind. All this man got to do is send his word and get you out of whatever destruction you in. Now, we got to get a precept on that. Because he, he but he got a, a channel that he throws through. See, he throws through a channel that we got to understand, so he throws through a channel. Let's follow how do you operate that we can read, daughter Yahweh. We I know I know I said something about Jeremiah four, but hold it for the side. I want to find out how do we operate. And then what happens if we don't follow what's written? Now Daniel in the book of Daniel, he has something going for him, that daughter Yahweh. He had something going for him in 9.22. Let's see what he had going for, for Daniel, what Daniel was working with. He found out he had an extra spirit. That's good. He had an extra spirit in 6 verse 3. But what else was Daniel working with in 9.22? What was he working with? A dollar 9.22 of Daniel's come on. Daniel chapter 9, verse 22. Read, and he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I am now come forth to give you skill and understanding. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. so that's what he did. He said, I'm going to give you skill and 
the angel came from heaven, and he he held old Daniel to stir up, and said, Daniel, I've been sent here to give you skills and understanding, Daniel. Huh? So Daniel had skills and understanding. So when he went before the children of Israel, he had skills and understanding because he was sent down there by the angel to show him skills and understanding to go talk to your people. So that's not what happened. Now we're going to the same book of Daniel. Now we'll pick up verse 6 down to verse 14. Now understand, Daniel got skills and understanding. The angel brought him skills and understanding, dog. So that's what, what's going on when Daniel went before the children of Israel. Let's see what's going on in 9, verse 6, down to verse 14. Take your time there, God, and, and do your part. Come on. Okay. Daniel, chapter 9, verse 6 through 14. Verse 6 reads, Neither have we hearkened unto thy servant, the seer, which spake in thy name to our king and our father and to all the people of the land. Verse 7. O Y-H-W-H, Yahweh, righteousness belongeth unto you, but unto us confusion of faces, as at this day to the men of Yahweh, Judah, and to the inhabitants, of Yahdadudah, and unto all of Israel that are near and that are far off through all the countries whither thou have driven them because of their trespass, that they have trespassed, sins against you. Verse 8, O-Y-H-W-H, Yahweh, to us belongeth confusion of faith to our king, to our prince, and to our fathers, because we have sinned against you. Verse 9, to the YHWH Yahweh, our YHWH Yahweh, belongeth mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. Verse 10, Neither have we obeyed the voice of the YHWH Yahweh, our YHWH Yahweh, to walk in his laws, which he set before us by his servant, the seer. Verse 11, yeah, all of Israel have transgressed thy law, even by departing that they might not obey your voice. Therefore, the curse is poured out upon them. And the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of the YHWH Yahweh, because we have sinned against him. <laughs> Verse 12. And he have confirmed his words, which he spake against us. And against our judges that judged us by bringing upon us a great evil. 
For under the whole heaven have not been done as have been done upon Yahshua Judah. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil is upon us, yet made we not our prayer before the YHWH Yahweh, our YHWH Yahweh, that we might turn from our iniquities and understand his truth. Verse 14, therefore, have the YHWH Yahweh watched upon the evil and brought it upon us. For the YHWH Yahweh, our YHWH Yahweh, is righteous in all his works which he doeth. For we obey not his voice. Now, let you keep on saying we, just, we don't obey his voice. We don't obey Yahweh's voice. So, but now, I want to examine this. What causes this problem on the children of the scattered peoples all over the world called children of Israel? Now, Daniel, remember, the angel came down and gave Daniel skill to understand. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get the week for education-wise but those on the international side over 900,000 strong and counting. What is the reason why the 12 tribes of Israel is in a condition day in the day? It just was revealed right here in Daniel chapter 9, verse 6, 10, and 11. Now, fixing on the count, listen real good. Let's find out why it's the children of Israel. In the condition they're in now, all over the world, they don't know their name. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing. They don't know the order things. They don't know why things just supposed to be given to them. It's been withheld from them. They don't have a clue. Why not? Let's find out in writing by the daughter. And raise your voice. It's a little bit louder, daughter, because a lot of day saints out of Utah saying she gets a little bit lower and needs a little more audio. Now, in Daniel chapter 9, verse 6, 10, and 11. Hey, daughter, put on that Academy Award voice and deliver the knockout blow. Now, we can find out in right. Why are we scattered all over the world today? We're a confusion of faith. We don't have a clue who we are. And we're doing everything contrary. And we're getting ready to get geared up for a few more days. We could get deal for something, nothing to do with us, and it, and the day that you're gonna be all geared up to do, it have one meaning on it, but the flicker of the world have deceived the whole world. Twelve verse nine, and we're gonna read that yeah, twelve well. verse nine by the young line in a, in a minute. See, you got somebody have deceived you. But all the only reason you've been deceived because you don't have a clue about what daughter get ready to read in the ninth chapter, verse 16 to 11. Hey, bring it on, bring it on in, daughter. Again, tie in 14. Again, tie in 14. Daniel chapter 9, 10, 11, and 14. I'm pulling for you, daughter. Y'all well, deliver the knockout blow. Come on. Daniel chapter 9, verse 6. 10, 11, and 14. 
verse 6 reads, Neither have we hearkened unto thy servants, the seers, which spake in thy name to our king, our princes, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. Verse 10. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the YHWH Yahweh, our YHWH Yahweh, to walk in his law, which he set before us by his servant. <laughs> Verse 11. Yeah. All of Israel have transgressed Yahweh, thy law, even by departing, that they might not obey. Yahweh's voice. Therefore, the curse is poured upon us. And the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of Yahweh, YHWH, because we have sinned against him. Verse 14. Therefore, have the YHWH, Yahweh, watched upon the evil and brought it upon us. For the YHWH, Yahweh, our YHWH, Yahweh, is righteous in all his works which he doeth. For we obey not his voice. Well, well, now, let, let me build this up a minute before we, I'll ask the question. Now, I'm going to ask the question in a minute. Now, I'm going to build this up. Let's go to Luke chapter 1, verse 7, dog. Now, I'm going to build this up. Now, those that definitely on stage, I'm going to ask a question in a minute, but I'm going to build it up so there will be no stumbling and bumbling around what the daughter just got to read. So let me do some precept and to build it up. He said, you not you haven't obeyed Yahweh's voice. He said, and Yahweh watched over the evil because you haven't obeyed his voice. Huh, that's he said. So I'm going to build it up and see, and, and like we said again, if you got parents, um, a statue there, a relative, you know, that, you know, it's up in age, in their 80s or whatever, 90s, whatever. To exercise your brain is through the precepts. If you can get your parents of your friends, you know, if when you precept the Bible, that makes your brain start exercising. That stimulates your brain. Like the verse we read here, if you get a precept with it, you got to remember that precept. Then once you start trying to remember, guess what you're stimulating? Your brain. So those like your parents start getting a slow, they up in their age, okay, guess what? If they precept a Bible by understanding whatever said and have an answer somewhere else, that'll stimulate their brain. And all of a sudden, you start watching the elderly that's older than you start getting shocked, shocked. You know what they're shocked now? Because they read a verse, and now they're trying to figure out where that verse is. To figure out where the answer to that verse is, what they got to do? The brain got to start clicking. So it's not about you just reading your Bible. It's when you preach that your Bible. That means your brain is working. you exercising your brain. So you tell your elderly aunties, uncles, you know, your brain can get better if you precept your Bible. So what's that supposed to mean? That means you hear a verse here, 
get the answer to it somewhere else. A versus pool over here, you go over there and get it. To do that, you got to size your brain. So now, mom, you and daddy can be exercising your brain. I'm just sitting around watching that one hour train all day. And then all of a sudden they remember things that they, that they got away from them. You know why? Because you're exercising your brain. And that's the same thing you got to do with the problem you have in your body. He sent the word to heal you. When the word is told you what to do, you got to change the way you intake. Because if you do the research on what they feed the cow, the hog, and the chicken now, you'll be surprised. And what is the main food that you eat? You eat cow, you eat chicken, and you eat hog, right? Go and do the research on the computer. What kind of diet are they giving them three main ingredients that you eat? Good. And all three beasts that you eat. And when you do the history of them three beasts that you, you, you eat, they were made by the hands of man. You know that? Did you know the cow was made by the hand of man? Did you know the chicken that you eat was made by the hand of man? Huh? You didn't know that, did you? Mm-hmm. That's why we call this broadcast wow. and And the food they are giving you now that you eat chicken, hog, and cow. Do the research and find out the reason you're in trouble today because these are the three animals Yahweh never gave to you to eat. Not the Torah tribe. Now the world can eat it, but the Torah tribe was never given a diet to eat chicken, cow, or hog. But guess what? In every meal that the Torah tribes have, it's either going to be chicken in there, hog, or cow. You see that? That's why he said. He sent the word and healed you. See, you hear the word now out of here. But you're not going to pay the field no never mind. And that's the reason you're be in condition we're in today. Just why the children of Israel are in condition, they in the day scattered to every nation upon the sun, you just got to read in that. Lord read three profound verses. The reason you're in captivity because you pay the field no never mind. So, so now we're going to precept that, daughter. And Psalm 1, verse 70 said what? Listen, listen to it on the right side of the book, Psalm 1, 70. What does it say? The book of Psalm. Luke, Luke chapter 1, Luke. verse 70. Yeah, Luke. The book of Psalm chapter make, 1, verse 70. No, make it, make it Luke, your daughter. Make, make it Luke 1, 70. What does it say in Luke 1, 70, daughter? Luke. Luke. The book of Luke chapter okay, let me get that. The book of Luke chapter one verse seven. <laughs> Excuse me. Verse seven reads. And they had seven no zero. children because seven, seven. Zero. seven. Seven zero. Hey daughter. Seven Luke chapter zero. one verse seventy. Verse mm-hmm. seventy reads As he spake by the mouth of the righteous seers, which have been since the world began. Wait a minute. So, Yahweh has something to say, daughter. According to verse number 70, how did he speak? 
since the world began. We hear from the face of mankind on earth. According to Luke 1, verse 70, how did he do it? He spake by the mouth of the righteous seer. The world began. So that's how he operates. The reason why the children of Israel is in captivity today because when his voice that he spoke that came from the seers, they tell him, no, never mind, even today. And that's the reason we got more problems. We got so many problems wrong with our bodies today because you're not in order. You're not paying order, no, never mind me. Huh? You tell your preacher a minute. Hey, preacher, we got a, a nice dinner over there. Go over there and put your, your big black hands on it and pray over that, that hog. You put his big black hands on top of the hog, he's going to pray over it. <laughs> you know, he's no hog in no time. <laughs> you got ministry to have a special day. They really eat some hog called January the 1st. <laughs> the Bible you, the third chapter 11, don't even touch that stuff for the children of Israel. Yeah, well. But you would t- eat that whole center cut pork chop, and you want to know why you got to always see God cook. Because you're doing everything contrary to what he got written in his Bible. You need to know who you are. And once you know who you are and what he has to you to understand these things, then you have yourself and those that come in contact with you. Give me a precept, daughter, and we're going to move on. Give me Acts chapter 3, verse 18 and 21. He go a precept. See now, if you write down these precepts and you take it to one of the elderly and you show them, you see that verse right there, 1 verse 70? Yes. Read it. They read it. Say, what's the precept to it? I don't know what that means. What another verse that matches up with that one? I don't know. Then you show them that verse. Give them what they got to do now from now on. Work their brain. Work their brain. Stimulating their brain. Then they remember verses. And more verses they remember, guess they work. That's the way. Then they ain't got to be running saying, Doc Cook, every time. Oh, well, I'm, I'm scared to leave my auntie alone because she might walk outside and walk down the, the, the hall and can't find a way back in. Because you need to know some things, you show them how to preach up that Bible and make that brain work. Now, watch those daughters do it in 3 18 and 21. Acts 318 and 21. Acts chapter 3, verse 18 and 21. Verse 18. But those things which the YHWH Yahweh before had showed by the mouth of all his righteous seers, the YHWH Yahweh, the son of YHWH Yahweh, the father, should suffer. He hath so fulfilled. Verse 21, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which the YHWH, Yahweh, have spoken by the mouth of all his righteous seers since the world began. Now look at that. You see that? That's how he makes his brain work. You ain't heard him say nothing to you. He don't work like that. You just heard how he speaks since the world began. You just got it in right. But you look right at these verses and you pay it no never mind. This is how he spoke 
since the world began. You you got it right. He said, my, my, my. I thought he could spoke by my preaching. No, he spoke by your preaching. Mm-mm. No, he didn't. He just told you how he spoke. He just told you. But then right now what he did since the world began. Did he tell you the advantage of it in Second Chronicles 2020? And this is what he got written in Second Chronicles 2020, dollars. So he got written. Now, what's the advantage of all this? We're going to find out by going to Second Chronicles 20, verse 20. Let's see the Second Chronicles, the book of Chronicles, Second Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 20. Verse 20 reads, And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Yahshua Judah, and ye inhabitants of Yahshua Judah. Believe in the YHWH Yahweh, your YHWH Yahweh. So shall you be established. Believe his seers. So shall you prosper. You see the man tell you what to believe? He, t- he tell you what to believe. Well, you know, I don't know what to believe now. You know why? You know why you know what to believe? You know why you know what to believe? Because you're not, you're not letting nobody show you in the Bible what you're supposed to believe. Well, I got a degree from movie Bible institution. Well, there's a degree on talk you wrong. You don't know nothing about this. He tell you what you're supposed to believe. He tell you what to believe. Oh, I'm, I'm confused. I don't know what to believe. He don't just told you what to believe. In Second Chronicles 20, verse 20, what to believe. Now, you're online, Bud Titus, he tell you, then he tell you on the right side of the book, he pulled the verse in 15, verse 15. At 15, verse 15, he pulled that verse. So, you, you, you heard it on the left side, then you go to the right side of the book, and 15, verse 15, what's it that young line? But Titus, what it say? The book of Acts, chapter 15, verse 15, read. And, this, and to disagree the words of the righteous seers as it is written. He tell you what to believe. He tell you who to believe, what to believe, but what kind of way again? Young lion, what kind of way? Acts chapter 15, verse 15. And to disagree the words of the righteous seers as it is written. As it is written, anybody stand before you for to show you to agree as it is written. Everything you need to know to get to the kingdom is already written in this book. What you're supposed to eat, how you're supposed to walk, how you're supposed to talk is already lined up in this book. What kind of way? As it is written. That's all you want. Anybody stand before you. Show me something. What kind of way? As it is written. And I got to go with that. Now, if I don't go with it, what did Almighty say behind that? Let's find what he said when you preach up your Bible. Hold on. Wait a minute. I got these Moody Bible Institutional Mices. Uh, I graduated from Yale. I got all these six degrees. Let's see what y'all say behind that thing. 
Let's see what let's see what the one that made the heaven earth said behind it. In the twenty fourth chapter that young line. Let's see what he says behind all your great establishments of the world, all these great institutions. Let's see what Yahweh say behind that with that degree in your hand on the wall. That you honor that degree. Let's see what Yahweh says. We're gonna see what he says. In verse 24, 25. Let's see what he said. Luke 24, 25. Young line, bring it. Book of Luke. Chapter 24, verse 25. Read. And he said to them, O fool, and slow of mind, to believe all that the righteous things have spoken. You hear what he just said? You hear, you hear what the man that made the heaven and earth said? He said, I don't know what to believe now. Because I'm, I'm a member of the Roman Catholic Church. I'm a Christian. I'm, I'm a Jehovah Witness. I'm Islam. You see? I'm everything. I'm, uh, I'm everything. But just what did y'all watch in verse 25? What do you say? Wait there in verse 25 again, young man. Book of Luke, chapter 24, verse 25. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of mind, to believe all that the righteous seers have spoken. Now, let, let me show you the righteous seers in action. Now, get down to verse 30, down to verse 32. Now let's let we gonna watch a righteous seer in action. Matter of fact, this guy here he's so righteous, he the one made the seer. We gonna watch him that leads by example. But you supposed to look for yourself. This is what you supposed to look for when we get ready to read in verse number thirty, down to verse thirty two and forty four. Now listen to what the Bible says. See, this is how you stimulate your elders' brains by letting them hear the tape and see can they keep up in the tape. And guess what? They got the work to do that. That's burning. So you want to know what kind of present you're supposed to be getting, getting them, uh, get them some B-O-T-T-Y boss over to his life. And guess what? You stimulate their brain, you might end up with your blessing yourself. Because he said, it's nothing I will hold from you if you do right. Yeah, you do right. You do right. Look what he said now. Now he told what to believe. Then all of a sudden he said, "Well, they said, well, you know, it's getting kind of late. When you come, you want to have a little, little, little bite to eat with him?" He said, "Yeah, I'll take a little bite to eat with you." You see what's going on in verse thirty-down, verse thirty-two. What's going on that young line? Come on. Book of Luke, chapter twenty-four, verse thirty to thirty-two, and verse forty-four. Luke chapter 24, verse 30, read. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it, and brake and gave it to them. Verse 31. And their eyes were open, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. Verse 32. And it said one to another, Did not our mind burn within us while he talked with us, by the way, while he opened to us, the scriptures. Verse 44. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now you see what they're doing? 
See, you see what y'all call doing? Same thing you both be doing. When you entertaining anybody, you both gonna be training them with you don't go off into the, the cat talking and hot belly walk. We all you know, No. When you sitting around to the break the meal, you talk about the scriptures. That's the game changer. So you can't put yourself in a position where that whole conversation is about who shot John and how how Betty done the split. <laughs> see, that's what that's why you hear the fans still debate. When you sit around and break the like we got a big piece coming up, you gonna be talking about what we read here. Scriptures. But you gonna get off and tell them else, sis. Y'all why ain't gonna be present on that. As he sit there and broke bread with them, you know what he did? He opened up to him the strips. Then he, then they said, and he vanished out of their sight, and then he got the left. And they said, Then our mind burned. See, there you go. Then our mind exercised when they opened to us the scriptures. How you can help anybody in this in this life to come. Make their mind burn by doing what? Open up the structure. Yeah? That's how you help your, your elders. When you go into hospital and business, you know, take the Bible with you. Help them get on their feet by opening up the structure. Make their mind start to burn. Their mind ain't going to start burning. You bringing them a bunch of whole chick. Oh uh, yeah, baby, bring me some. Bring me some from from my. No, I'm gonna bring you. I'm tell you what I'm gonna bring you. Well, let me let me tell you what I'm gonna bring you. Hey, hey, daughter, yeah, no, mother, eat. hey, mother, eat. let me show you what I'm gonna bring you. If I'm coming to visit you, I'm, I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna bring you. Go Daniel seventeen, uh, Jeremiah <laughs> seventeen. Okay, I'm, I'm coming to visit you. Yeah, bro. Let me show you what I'm gonna bring you. I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna bring you. Jeremiah chapter 24, verse 1. Mm. Book of Jeremiah chapter 24, verse 1. 
Jeremiah chapter 24, verse 1. The Yahweh showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before me, set before the temple of the Yahweh. So Yaqua showed Jeremiah two baskets of what mother? Two ba- uh two baskets of feed. You see that? Yaqua. The first food that was that was given to man called the fig tree. That was the first thing man ever ate was Adam. And Yahweh told him that we're not going to read that. He said, Adam, eat this right here. This is a strength in your body. So before you start taking your loved ones, anything that cows kicking their hog, you know, why don't you follow what a strength in your body? Fig. Fig. And Yahweh showed me, behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of Yahweh. You see that? Not no chicken hog and cow. No. And some french fries. No. <laughs> oh. You're not helping them. You heard them. Now, you sit some figs there, then you get a precept. Then you get a precept on these figs right here. By going to the eighth chapter, Mali, we're going to, to another sphere called Ema. And we're going to get a, a precept, Mali. We're going to Ema, okay. chapter 8, verse 1. We're going to precept. Remember, when you precept your Bible, this is what's going to help cure those in yourself and your loved ones to understand one thing. When you go visit your loved ones, bring them, well, I'm coming chicken, hog, and and and, and catfish, shrimp, lock. No. No. You're not doing no good. You ain't doing yourself no good. And that's why Doc Cook got you. You got Doc Cook on your speed dial, too. Because you're destroying yourself and everybody come in contact with you. Why don't you bring them the number one food that was given to them was called speed. That's the number one food that was given to man. First food he ever ate was feed. Precept. Amos, 8 verse 1. What did it say, Mo? Look at Amos, chapter 8, verse 1. Mm-hmm. Thus has Yahweh showed unto me, behold, a basket of summer food. I ain't that something. I ain't that something. Yeah, you see, well. see, when you're going to visit your loved one, that's what you bring them. Huh? That's what you bring them. Don't bring them no cow's chicken in the hall. Let me show you why. Because when you do the research on the cow's chicken in the hall, you'll be very, you'll be very, very interested to find out when you do the research on the cow's chicken in the hall, the way they even feed them today. But Yahweh made a statement in 129 to 31, mother, of Genesis. The one that made this man and this woman, he made a statement 
and 129 to 31, Mother Eve. What did he say? So if I'm coming to visit you, and you and you is hemmed up, I'm going to bring you a summer basket of fruit. Now what I'm going to bring. Now what I'm going to bring. See? That's what I'm going to bring. Because I know this is going to help you. I'm, I'm adding to your war with me by bringing you chicken hog and cow. I'm adding to it. Do you do you know what they're doing with the chicken today? The majority ones coming to your neighborhood. Do you know? Why don't you look up and see? Why you look up and see what they're doing to the cow too? What they're feeding the cow now? The one coming to your neighborhood. Do you remember? Cow and chicken don't don't always come directly. They got some come to different neighborhoods. Because hmm? you'd be able to hear it for it. That's why you got chickens at two months old looking like they uh, kill O'Neill, somebody. Seven foot chicken, <laughs> two months old. <laughs> they be pumping it. They be, hey, you, sometimes you go and get some big old chicken and you touch it and change it like the air come out of it. Because it be pumped. It be pumped up. God, <laughs> no. Given you every herd, bear and seed, 
which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree and the indeed which yields the fruit of the tree yielding seed to you it shall be for me thirty and to every beast of the earth and to every every fire of the air and to everything that creepeth upon the earth wherein there is life. I have given you every green herd for me, and it was so. And Yahweh saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. Evening and the morning were the sixth day. And Yahweh saw everything that he had made was good. Mm-hmm. See, he seen. What he had made was good. But now, all you big researchers, find out who made the chicken, who made the cow. He said, whatever I made was good. But now, you got a assignment on the international side of a 9,000 song. Find out where did that chicken come from. Matter of fact, uh, you're lying. Help him out. Give him a Give him a start on it, young lion. Give him a start on the origin of the chicken or the cow. Just give him, give him a, a little taste of it, about uh, how to research where the chicken, let me say in verse 31, whatever he made was good. Let's find out by, and, and tell those on the national order what, what, what uh, you put them up. Let's talk about the chicken and the cow. Let's talk about the chicken and the cow. Just talk about it. Because right now you're getting, getting ready to give yourself up for some, for some of that, ain't you? And you're getting ready to give for that shortly. You'll find out something. The chicken and the cow. Let's just talk about it right now. Come on in, young line. All right. I'm reading the origin of the chicken. What did the chicken originate from? The chicken is a descendant of the Southeastern Asian red jungle fowl, first domesticated in India around about 2000 BC. Most of the birds raised for meat in America today are from the Cornish, a bridge breed, and the white rock, a breed developing in New England. Read that, Read that again, y'all. Like, what, what, what you said? Remember, we, Mother read whatever he made was good. And I know right now, in, in our communities all over the world, if we can't find nothing else, if we can't find nothing else, I bet you find a bird or a place. Read, that, read about that bird again, that chicken bird again, and y'all like. And daughter Yaqua, you remember that, daughter Yaqua, I remember that. Now, come on, young line, bring it out again. And where you get it from? I'm Google the origin of the chicken. Where did the chicken originate from? The chicken is a descendant of the Southeast Asian red jungle fowl. First 
domesticated in India around about 2000 BC. Most of the birds raised for meat in America today are from the Cornish, a British breed, and the White Rock, a breed developed in New England. Yeah. He's a chicken you eat now is a British breed. The British did. They didn't want to put that thing together. They worked that thing over for you. They they shaped that chicken for you and got it to you over there and brought it to the northern kingdom over here. Huh? That's how they got it over here. Mm-hmm. When they came over and equipped the Karamas and all them talk coming over here, they brought mm-hmm. it. They brought that hog too. They brought That's that right. hog. They brought Y'all all right. that stuff with them when they came here. And, and matter of fact, the Northern Kingdom, the Northern Tribe of Israel, they said, boy, when they brought that hog over here, boy, they, they didn't know what to do with that hog. That hog just grabbing everything, eating up everything. He said, when they introduced that hog over here to the, to the Indians, the Indian was called the Northern Kingdom, the Gedites, all the tribes of Israel. He said, boy, when they released that hog, they didn't know what to do behind that thing. That hog they brought, that pig, when they brought that pig over here, that thing was there destroyed everything. And guess what? He destroyed your health today. You have, that pig got a trichinosis worm in them that move all the time. If you, you know, you radiate this, I mean, x-ray this pig, he got a trichinosis worm in him. It just be moving all the time. And I thought, you know what, they had a, you can take some meat and put it on top of your car, some hogs, let the sun shine on it and come back. I know they're going to tan into your paint, too. You're going to see little worms that start coming out. Huh? Chicken off the worms. And we love that hog, though. We love that hog. Let that heat hit that hog. Huh? You're going to see little worms that come out that hog. You see, you see, you see what we do. That's why we come humble. We come with an extra spirit to help our people, called children of Israel. You understand one thing? You ain't got, you ain't got to be like this. You ain't got to be. You ain't got to have Doc Cook all on your speed line. You ain't got to have them that way. All you got to do is obey the Bible. The only food you're supposed to eat to repair your body back is green. The food got to be green. As long as you eat green food, and then then you have to have. Something that came from heaven, y'all line in 78, Psalm 24, 25. Now, I'm going to tell you something else. With that green food, never forget this right here. Now, the angel came from heaven to tell, to tell um, David. He said, now, you know about the green food right there. He said, yeah. But I won't tell you about something else you put with that green food, David. It's probably what he told David. Then you online, I need to know what kind of and what kind of a bitch you give it to read by you going your Exodus and you find these couple of verses. I want to I want to hear it twice about when you get ready to read this. I need two verses on what you give me to read. Now we're going to Psalm seven eight twenty four twenty five. He said, Yeah, you, you David, you green food real good, David. Yeah, but David, something else goes to green food, David. Let's find out Psalm 78, 24, 25. What does it say, young man? The book of Psalms, chapter 78, 
Verse 24 and 25 read. Psalms chapter 78. Verse 24 reads. And he hath rained down manna upon them to eat, and hath given them the corn of heaven. Verse 25. Man did eat angels' food, and set their meat to the food. Really? What is what is angels food according to verse twenty four? Are you online? Corn of heaven. Now, now he go to game changer now. The corn is corn of heaven. Now we're gonna get two precepts of what kind of corn. Now what kind of corn now? Because we know we gonna be love to run to these old places and get involved in no, we're going to find out what kind of corn. Give me, give me two precepts of what kind of corn that, that, that we can read. What kind of corn that goes out here online? Give me two precepts on this. All right. Go on to the book of the law. What kind of corn? Go on to the book of the law. Go on to the book of Deuteronomy. To the book of Deuteronomy. What kind of corn? Go on to the book of Deuteronomy. <laughs> book of Deuteronomy. What kind of corn? Go on to the book of Deuteronomy. Book of Deuteronomy. Let me try Exodus. I'm going to try Book of Exodus, kind of corn. It is standing corn, the standing corn verse. Mm-hmm. Looking for the standing say, corn that, verse. Don't say that you read that. Don't say that to your mind. Uh, everybody can okay. talk a good game. You got to read a good game. 23-25, yeah, well. I, I get you going up in 23-25 extra, but don't say that. Read a good game. All right, the Exodus, chapter 23, verse 25. Exodus, chapter 23, verse 25. And you should serve Yahweh, your Yahweh. He should bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Mm, good. All right, good. All right, good. So he said, he said he'll do his part. No doubt about it. Now, Again, young lion, I want to know what kind of corn. You still want to know what kind of corn. Now, so he said, he'll take it away from me. But if you're doing the right thing, he'll take it away from me. Now, now I, need, I need to hear about what kind of corn that young lion. Now, now, why are you struggling? I do. I'm looking right at it myself. But, I, but my eyes on you now. Why are you struggling about what All right. kind of corn? Deuteronomy. Okay, Deuteronomy 23. Let me get Deuteronomy 23. Verse 25, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 23, verse 25 reads, Will you come into the standing core of your neighbor? Will you make pluck the ears with your hand? But you shall move a sickle unto your neighbor's standing corn. So the kind of corn you're supposed to make sure you consume is not the kind in the can that got the process on it. If you want in a can, you give them a chance to throw it on putting their little, putting their hands in it. Anything man hand in it, you get up on the suspect. If this man on got, he done done some, so much stuff now, 
So that's why I tell you what he made is good. So when you start getting lazy, well, you want to start getting the canned corn with the preservatives in it. Mm-hmm. You don't know what all in that preservatives. Remember, they take a crapshoot on everything. They know what communities need to have this and what communities don't have to have it. That's why they got a divine line on, and matter of fact, the divine line, the daughter's going to read, that he, he's even a divine line in the 34th chapter of Numbers. Daughter, had that waiting on me, 34, one down until we get our point. See, understand the people that in power today, they already know the majority of where things is coming to. So the majority of the cans of corn that come to you, preserve, you see all that stuff inside of it, all that stuff in there, you don't know what all that preserve carries. And that's why you got to have a standing corn. And that's why we tell you, you know, about this ministry. We got land all around the place. South, east, north, west. We need to purchase all that land and put, a, put our own garden up, our own standing corn, so we can know where it comes from. Yep. Our own standing corn. Okay? So it's no accident that around Camp 1 is bacon south, north, east, west. When you say, well, what, what, what do I do? All you do is contribute to the ministry. What's up? Land, school, banquet hall, or radio thing. Grow our own food. Like I said, put our food out there. Grow our own food. But it takes you to wake up, wake up, and do what the Bible tells you to do. And if you do what the Bible tells you to do, we're going to do what we're supposed to do because we know what we're we supposed to be doing. We got to get ourselves back to where we once were. Yahweh had them showed us something, and the daughter going to read a little bit later. Do you know him? He has drawn out some things that you need to know that you ain't got a clue. That's why they ask you, where are you from? You don't have a clue where you're from. It's written in the Bible where you're supposed to be at. But remember, the reason you're not there, because when he sent, when he sent, uh, um, um, Tell me out of a mother in Second Chronicles twenty four nineteen. Hey mother, what what did, what did he do, mother? In Second Chronicles twenty four nineteen. Tell me he did, mother. Let's see if we hear that verse read first and see what he did. Second Chronicles twenty four nineteen. Hey mother, what what happened now? That's Chronicles chapter twenty four, verse nineteen. Second Chronicles twenty four nineteen. Second Chronicles chapter yeah. mm-hmm. 24, verse 19. Second Chronicles chapter 24, verse 19 reads, Yet he sent fear to them to bring them again unto the Yahweh, and they testified against them by the Against okay. them, they would not give ear. What? 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 What?
What happened again, Mother? They would not, they testified against them, but they would not give ear. Oh, mm. who, is, who is the almighty sin, Mother? He sin. Yeah, who he sent? Read verse 19 again, Mama. Let's find who he sent. Verse 19 again. He sent the seals, yet he sent seals to them Mm -hmm. to bring them Uh again unto Yahweh. Oh, so he sent seals to bring them the children of Israel to who, Mother? To Yahweh. Oh, oh, so that we did, Mother. So you always gonna send somebody a seal to you, and the seal of job is to direct you back to Him. So it's it's to direct you back to Him. You say you always have this is how you that's how you roll. He'll send a fear to you to direct you back to him. But again, you're not going to listen. You're paying on never mind. But we understand you're not going to pay on never mind. But two-thirds, but two-thirds, it's going to pay some never mind. We know that's really Zechariah 13, 8 through 10. We're not reading. But we always going to send you somebody to tell you what to do. If it's up to you, you understand that he, just like, he don't change how he operates. It's a fear talking to you now. But you're not prepared, no, never mind. As a matter of fact, you're going to make a statement and Jeremiah 44, mother. Hey, mother. What is it in verse 4 and 16? Hey, mother, mother. What is it in Jeremiah 44, verse 4 and 16? What do the Bible say they're going to say that we can read? Jeremiah 44, verse 4 and 16. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 44, verse 4 and verse 16. Jeremiah, chapter 44, verse 4. I be, I sent unto you all my servants, the seers, rising early and sending them, saying, Oh, do not this abominable thing that I hate. Verse 16, as for the world that God has spoken, as for the word that God has spoken. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's get this real good for the national audience. Let's read that again, read this chapter, mother. Because remember, you, we're doing it for the national audience to really hear what this man saying on the page of his book. This book is supposed to not sit on your coffee table and you don't have no understanding about it. Then what the people say is after the Almighty sent the seers to tell you to stop all your ways, even the way you eat. Look what they say in verse 16. What do they say, Mama? Jeremiah chapter 44, verse 16. As for the word that I have spoken, Unto us in the name of the Yahweh, we will not hearken unto thee. You see what I'm saying? 
He said, we ain't going to listen. Uh, we, know you, 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 we know you're speaking the word of the Almighty, but we ain't going to hear you. See? I'm still going to eat my hog. I'm looking at my refrigerator right now. I got more hogs and I got more uh, center cup pork chops and I got a, a, a whole big freezer full of every type of piece of beef meat you can. I've got my thing. Hmm? I'm going to eat that too. I ain't gonna, I ain't paying you no never mind. I know that. I know you are. And then you're going to wonder one day why you still got to keep paying all that money that God cooked. You saw they, they put a program now. They got Medicaid, all kind of things for you now. They know you eat that hog all the way. And they're going to strive. So I tell you what to do. Leave it alone for 90 days. 90 days. Leave it alone for 90 days. And watch what happens. I bet, I bet you will say, man, leave it alone. Detox yourself for 90 days. Leave them three things alone for 90 days. Uh, young man, come back again, young man. Give me that, what we're looking for. Give me that, uh, that old precept now about sitting out members. Don't just get any kind of corn. Make sure the corn is standing corn. Because you want to limit man's hand as much as possible. So, see, y'all are going to kick in if you do right. You want to see, if you mess out and kept the corns in the can, you you get man's chance to take a shot at it. So, you got to, you know, you got to get to the what did Peter say, Jeremiah? The book of Exodus, chapter 22, verse 6 reads, If fire break out and catch in thorns, so that the stock of corn or the stamen corn or the field be consumed, therewith he that kindled the fire should surely match restitution. Yeah, what kind what kind of corn in twenty two twenty five that we gotta make sure we are clear about? What kind of corn that young man? What kind of corn? Deuteronomy. No, no. Chapter twenty three. Now hold on, hold on, young oh, man. Excellent. Hold on, I'm gonna get back next to hold on, young man. Hold on a little bit there, young man. I wanna stay in I wanna stay in Exodus. I won't see an exodus, and I won't know what kind of corn again. I won't. I won't know what kind of, of corn in exodus. Now, give give the national audience what kind of corn in the book of exodus. What kind of corn there, young man? Not what I want to hear. I want to corn. So what now? What's, what's that, young man? I say, hallelujah, choir. All right. Get a nice noise what kind of corn with a precept. Yeah, hmm? the, the book of Exodus, chapter 22, verse 6, three. If fire break out and catch in thorns, catch the stocks of corn or the standing corn. What kind of corn? Or the what kind of corn, y'all? Standing corn. The standing corn. That's the kind of corn you got to make sure you get. You got to get the one with the stock of standing corn. That's naughty. We're not anti anybody. But you got to make sure you eat standing corn. Green food is standing corn. That is your one-two punch. That is your one-two punch. But now if you really want to make a 
It's going to make a meal after you got to get together. You're going to make a real nice meal. I don't make a nice meal. Then what you do? Let's go to Numbers 11, verse 5. Oh, I, I will make me a nice meal. I, oh, my Yahweh is over and up. And I don't make, I don't make a nice meal. Okay, well, you got to make a nice meal. You want to make a nice meal? Let's see what it says, 11, verse 5. Y'all lying? A number. We're going to the book of Numbers, chapter 11. Verse 5 reads, the book of Numbers, chapter 11, verse 5 reads, We remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt, Mizraim freely, the cucumbers, and the melon, and the leeks, and the onion, and the garlic. Ain't that something? They go, you go, your full-cost meal, and get, and get what you take the yeah, down with, that old water no. You hear a watermelon right there? That watermelon. Do you know that watermelon? Once you uh, ate that good old meal, and now you got that old watermelon. Now, that watermelon, it was busting stuff right on down quicker. That watermelon. Let me tell you something. Now, when you get down to the white part of the watermelon, and that green back on the little seedy watermelon, what you do with that? Throw it away? No, don't throw that away. That's the most important part of the watermelon. It's the white and the yeah, green part. You make you make a juice out of that. No, remember everything Yaqua made was good. So you you think he made when you get down to the white part and you throw it away? No, that goes in your blender. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's the lower part of your body. That stimulates the lower part of your body, like taking mandarin. Same thing like mandarin. No, you don't get rid of that. No. Cut it down real small and put it in your blender. Depends on how blending you got. It makes you a nice juice. The white part of it and the back part of it make a nice juice. That stimulates the lower part of your body. Hmm? So you don't get rid of none of that. No. Remember, Mother Red, everything Yaqua made was good. So I'm saying, even by any, any of these fruits that you get, you, you, you remember. The inside of it is for your meat, but the outside of it is for your medicine. Yeah? But the outside of it is for your medicine. Like you get a sweet potato, you, 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 you take a sweet potato and you eat the inside of it. Or you do the outside. You, no! <laughs> Don't throw away the outside. That's, that's your medicine. Read it, young lion, what the outside of a sweet potato do for you. See, remember, we call it broadcast. We don't come on our wheel. Just to help you understand it, it's time for you now to change and come back to this book. Remember, the inside is for your meat. The outside is for your medicine. Watch what the sweet potato have on you, on the parts you throw away. You know how you step all around the inside of the sweet potato, right? And you throw the rest of it away. Well, remember, whatever y'all made was good. Wait a minute, what you throwing that away for? What's the benefit of? Uh, eating the outside of the sweet potato, young lion. Let's check the national owners out. The benefit of eating the outside of the sweet potato. Bring it out. Come on. Okay. The benefits of the sweet potato skin. The benefits of the sweet potato skin. Let's see what comes up. The benefits. What are the benefits of sweet potato skin? 
Okay, the benefits of sweet potato skin are safe to eat. They are safe. They are safe to eat. Can be easily added to most recipes. They are rich in fiber, other nutrients, and antioxidants that can help support a healthy gut. Increase feelings of fullness to prevent chronic disease. Okay, I need to get another one on that. You said outside of sweet potato, it, 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 it prevents Taking out 
They're taking out 14 books. If you preach a 74 year and already got 66 books, he said, well, so far, <laughs> what happened to the rest of the books, uh, Mr. Preacher Man? Oh, there was the year that God wasn't talking between Malachi and Matthew. Well, that's about 400 years. Yeah, but they, but they got a cliche in the Christian church saying, well, that was the years he wasn't talking. No, you know, he was talking. He said, he's checking out 14 books. The Catholic Church got all 80 books. But they'll tell you they took out. They tell the Christian pastors, especially that old Negro Christian pastor, that uh, that's the years he wasn't talking. He was talking real good. Matter of fact, just to get ready to read what was going on, uh, what they was got going on in the book of Matthew. See, this was, this was what was going on, hey, daughter, a, a daughter of Yahweh. In the book of Maccabees, chapter 1, can you help, can you help those see out in verse 9 down to verse 11? What was going on in 9 through 11? First Maccabees, chapter 1, 9 through 11. Let's find out what's going on. This is what this has been hid from you. 1, 9 through 11. What's that, daughter? The book of Maccabees. First, the book of First Maccabees. Maccabees. Chapter 1, verse 9 through 11. Verse 9 reads, And after his death, they all put crowns upon themselves. Mm-hmm. And after his death, they all put crowns upon themselves. So did their sons after them many years. And evils were multiplied in the earth. Verse 10. And there came out of them a wicked root, Antiochus, surnamed Epiphanes, sons of Antiochus, the king, who had been in hostage at Rome. And he reigned in the hundred and thirtieth and seventh year of the king of the kingdom of the Greeks. Verse 11, in those days went there out of Israel wicked men who persuaded many, saying, let us go and make a covenant with the heathen that are round about us. For since we departed from them, we have had much sorrow. Mm-hmm. So you so now you had wicked Israelites, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. That was Judah. So you got to, you all have some wickedness. You got to recognize that you got to watch everybody's page of the book. So the wicked Judah, this is what it is. You know, since we let's go, let's go make a, a covenant with this with them. But um, what did he say behind? What did the Bible say behind that? Uh, young line, brother Titus, and Judges two, one down to verse three. They, you hear the wicked Israelites say, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. Let's go make a covenant with the heathens. Let's make a covenant with them. Make agreement with them. But what was written in the heavenly tablets about this right this covenant making with the other people? Let's see what's written in 2, 1, 2, 3 of Judges. What's written in that young line? The book of Judges, chapter 2, verse 1, 2, and 3. Judges, chapter 2, verse 1 reads, And the ministry spirit of Yahweh came up from Gilgal, to Boshim and said, I make you to go up out of Egypt 
Mizraim, land of bondage. And I brought you to a land which I swear to your father. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. Verse 2, you should make no lead with the inhabitants of this land. Why you hear your line? Yeah. You can hear me real good? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So let me know what it do, because WCC is blocking my ears for a minute. They could, they write me a message right now. No, I can hear them real good. Excellent. Well, let me know when he stops. But right now I got to entertain the WCC. He stopped. Okay, good. So you want me to stop? All right, good. And now he's talking. WCC leaving me. Okay. The they blocked my ear up from me hearing what he said. So, ain't nothing. You didn't do what he got to do. Yeah, now, um, skip down, daughter. Skip down to verse 41. So now we find out that wicked Israelites went joined into the, the heathen. Get down to verse 41 to find out what it happened. What happened next? 41 down to 54. Let's see what happened from 41 down to 54. Hey, daughter Yahweh, take your time. What happened from 41 to 54? What happened? Come on. First Maccabees, chapter 1, verse 41 through 54. Read. Verse 41. <clears throat> Moreover, King Antiochus wrote to his whole kingdom, that all should be one people. Verse 42. And everyone should leave his laws. So all the heathen agreed according to the commandment of the king. Verse 43. Yeah. Many also of the Israelites consented to his religion and sacrificed unto idols and profaned the Sabbath. Verse 44, for the king has sent letters by messengers unto Yahdah Judah and the cities of Yahdah Judah that they should follow the strange laws of the land. Verse 45, and forbid burnt offerings and sacrifice and drink offerings in the temple and that they should profane the Sabbath and festival days. Verse 46, it polluted the temple, the sanctuary, and righteous people. Verse 47, set up altars and groves and chapels of idols and sacrificed swine flesh and unclean beasts. Verse 48, that they should also have their children uncircumcised. And make their souls abominable with manner of uncleanliness and profane nations. Profane nations. Verse 49. To the end, they might forget the law and change all the ordinances. Verse 50. And whosoever would not do according to the commandment of the king, he said he should die. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
You stopped. You stopped. We missed it, right? Yes. I read verse four nine. Fifth again. Verse forty nine. First Maccabees chapter one, verse forty nine and fifty. Verse forty nine. To the end, they might forget the law and change all the ordinances. Verse 50, and whosoever would not do according to the commandment of the king, he said he should die. No, you see that? So now, not, not today. We don't forget all about the ordinance of the Bible. We're going to keep the Saturday, Friday night, Saturday night. What day are we keep it now? Sunday. We were we told what, what food to eat, what not to eat, what we eat now. Chicken, how, and cow. See? So we don't forget everything. See, now we don't remember none. Now, now when you go one medicine fit all, what they give every man getting every man now the same medicine. You've been made different from that. See, you've been made different. Yeah, you don't know this, did you? You've been made different from them. Hey, Mother E, in the 26th chapter, verse number 19 of Deuteronomy, do you know this in this Bible? Not like verse 15 and 19. Hey, Marie, what is written in Deuteronomy 26, verse 15 and 19? Do you know what is in the Bible? What does it say? Book of Deuteronomy, Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 26, verses 15 and 19. Verse yeah, 15 mm-hmm. Look down from the righteous from heaven and bless thy people, Israel, and the land which thou hast given us. As I swear unto our father, a land that flows with milk and honey. Verse 19. And to make thee high above all nations, which he has made in, in praise and in name and in honor, and that thou mayest be a righteous people unto the Yahweh. Your Yahweh, as he has. Oh. No. So he, he, he didn't make you equal to nobody. He didn't make you equal. Oh, you know that Israel? Moses said, you know, he didn't make you equal to the other nations. He made you in one word, mother, in verse 19. What word he made you, mother, according to verse 19. Okay. To make me high. It will all nations. See, that's the that's that's the way you're supposed to carry yourself. If you have above all nations, then why are you doing everything all nations do? What where are you learn that from? How are you being above all nations, but now you following what every nation is doing, everything they got on the table, you want what they got on the table. That means you have lost your direction on who you are. Now give a precept on that, mother, and 7 verse 6. 
at uh, Deuteronomy 7, 6, 7, verse 6 and 7. Give me two verses. So listen, if you don't know who you, who you are, and they tell you now that even the Constitution tells you all men are created equal, but they got their clause and you were three-fifths of a man or whatever, no, but not according to the Bible. According to the Bible, even if I preach up the Bible, and Deuteronomy 7, verse 6 and 7, Deuteronomy 7, verse 6 and verse 7. What is that, Deuteronomy reading. chapter 7, verse 6. For there are a righteous people unto the Yahweh, your Yahweh. The Yahweh, your Yahweh, has chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. Verse 7, Yahweh did not set his love upon you, but choose you because you were more in number than any people, for you were the truest of all people. The children of Israel is the last nation that was that was put together by the Almighty. We are the last nation. Eighteen nations, we number eighteen. Everybody was here before we before we got the children of Israel. We the last nation out of eighteen nations. We the last nation. But he but, but, but he say the last for the best, but but we don't know that. Now, young line, in verse fifty one, first not to be fifty one, we're gonna take it down to verse sixty four. Listen to this real. Listen to what been hearing from your eyes in First Maccabees chapter one, verse fifty-one to sixty-four. And your mind, what type? What it say? First Maccabees chapter one, verse fifty-one to fifty-four. First Maccabees chapter one, verse fifty-one reads: In the self same matter, wrote he to his whole kingdom and appoint overseers. Over all the people, commanding the cities of Yadah Judah to sacrifice city by city. Verse 52, that many of the people were gathered unto them, to wit every one that forsook the law. And so they committed evils in the land. Verse 53, and drove the Israelites, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, into secret places. Even wheresoever they could flee for succor. Verse 54. Now the 15th day of the month, Kazu December, and the 140 and fifth year, they set up abomination of desolation upon the altar and builded idol altars throughout the cities of Yadah Judah on every side. Oh, that part. Hold that point. So now we find out now in verse 24, on the 15th day of the month, Kazlu, in the 144 and 50 year, they set up the abomination of desolation. So abomination of desolation, we still waiting on it. When you read about it, Daniel, they're talking about the abomination of desolation. This one here already happened already. They're going to abomination of desolation already. So you waiting on something to happen on that 36 acres of granite rock 
that was um, a palace that uh, Herod built up. That was a horse stable for the children of Israel, Daniel, I mean, David and Solomon, 36 acres of granite rock you see up there, that Herod built the Basana there, that Basana, they got all that called the Basana, that, that was um, a horse stable. The temple was down the road of peace. Well, I know what near that. Why do you say that, Steve? This, this is the latter day thing. Hold up, let me, let me give you a precept. Okay, you want to precept that the temple was nowhere near that, that granite 36 acres of rock? Help me out, daughter. Let, let me, let me uh, knock out the, the WCC real quick. I'm telling you that the temple was nowhere. It was down the road of peace. Let me show you that. It's going about everything in the Bible. You just got to know how to get to it at the time appointed. We're going to the book of Acts. Let me, let's, we're going down to the book of Acts there, darling. Um, but I'm struggling right now. But we're going down to the book of Acts, and we'll find out where is the location of the temple at. We're going to find out. We're going to find out in, um, with a precept. We're going to find out. Hmm. But I'm struggling right now, darling. He's going seriously struggling right now to find out that um, what a temple site was at. But we're going to find out in a minute. But I'm struggling right now. No, it wasn't It wasn't where they pay all that money, $5,000, and they're going to put their little, their little money, their little paper in that. That was uh, the Masonic that was built up by Harris. And... Uh, that's called a, they call it a, what the name of the thing was called, Tonio, uh, Tonio, uh, uh, I can't think of the name right now. That was a fort that was set up, uh, it'll come back to me in a minute. But right now I'm looking for something that, that was uh, like a, a naval base set up for them to watch you on that granite rock. You're going to find it out. In a second, but I'm struggling right now, daughter. So, um, you know, if anybody want to help, they'll see out. But I'm struggling right now on uh, getting to it. I'm struggling right now. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna keep talking to I find. But I'm struggling to take care of the WCC. But I'm I'm struggling right now, daughter, on about where do I locate the precept to show. That the temple was not where they supposed to be at right now. You know, it's written in his Bible, but right now I'm struggling. So I might have to put me um, a 216. Hey, daughter, give me the book of Daniel 216 for a minute. Wow. Why stall for time? What is it in Daniel 2.16? The book of Daniel. The book of Daniel. Chapter 2. Verse 16 reads. Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time. And that he would show the king the interpretation. Yeah, yeah, daughter. 
You sometimes you gotta yeah. you gotta know how to stick. You give me some time now. I, I, I give it out, but you gotta give me a little time. You see, see sometimes you know they'll throw if they'll throw some on you. Yeah, that sounds pretty good still, but what's the precept to that? That temper is not where it's supposed to be. No, it was not. Ain't no, it ain't. Well, well actually, what you working with, dear? What you know I'm working with? Um, I'm struggling right now, but y'all have just read. If you get old see a time, he'll give you the help. Now, but I'm struggling, and right now. The young line folks say, okay, see, you're struggling now. Let me tell you what to do. If you go to the 21st chapter of the book of Acts. That's right. The cue cards is all good and, and all that. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Talk about something all the way up, find out something. Now, in Acts 21, 27, there, daughter, let's see what it says in 21, 27. And the book of Acts, chapter 21, verse 27 reads, And when the seven days were almost ended, the Israelites which were of Asia, which were of Asia, when they saw him in the temple, stirred up all the people and laid hands on them. Job it down. it so now we're going to find out on the way of finding out something. You're going to find out that Judah was in Asia. So Judah, Judah was already yeah, in Asia too. So now they was, Paul had went over to Asia to get them, to get them, to come now to learn the word. So we got the tribe of Judah, Benjamin, Levite is even as far as Asia. That's called China and Japan. You're over there right now, but you just ain't got no word over there. So now Paul brought them to the temple with a mind that wasn't properly right. Although they were from they were the descendants of Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, but they came in and all had cops. And let's see what happened in verse number what happened twenty eight. Acts chapter twenty one, verse twenty eight. Crying 28, out, daughter. men of Israel crying out. What God is crying out verse twenty eight. Acts chapter twenty eight. Yeah, we hear you now. Come on. Verse Acts 28. chapter twenty one verse. Acts chapter twenty one verse twenty eight. Crying out, men of Israel, help! This is the man that teaches all men everywhere against the people and the law, and this place and further brought Greeks. Also into the temple, and have polluted this righteous place. Now we're good right mm-hmm. now. So we now we found out this going on at the temple. So some going on at the temple about the people in the, in the congregation. They got a problem with Paul on what he did, and they cry out for help. So this scenery is going on at the temple. And what happened, verse twenty nine? Verse twenty nine. For they had seen before with him in the city. So Philemon, Trophimus, and Ephesians, whom they supposed that Paul had brought into the temple. 30. Verse 30. And all the city was moved, and the people ran together 
And they took Paul and drew him out of the temple and for which the doors were shut. Mm-hmm. 31. Verse 31. And as they went about so to kill him, as they went about to kill him, tidings came unto the chief captain of the band that all Yahgad Judah was in an uproar. Verse 32, who immediately took soldiers and centurions and ran down unto them. And when they saw the chief captain, the soldiers, they left beating, they left beating of Paul. Now, stop it there. Now, stop it there. So immediately they took soldiers and centurions, and they done what? They ran down unto them. So that 36 acres of Grand Rock, where Herod built that um, Port Antonio, he, that, Port Antonio that was a dump site for the children of King David and him, that was a horse base. But on that high Grand Rock, that's what they had built that, that Antonio. Fort Antonio was up there. And they had a military base up there for the centurions where they could look they could look down and see down the road a piece, they could see what was going on in the temple site that Paul and them was at. So immediately there was trouble, so they ran up to that we call the police station, and told them what was going on, and then they ran down. They ran down from there all the way to that temple where Paul was at. So that temple was down the road a piece from that Fort Antonio. So that's what you're looking at right now. That's what Harry them built, that Fort Antonio. That was a government spot that, that, that the Romans had to overlook where the children of Israel was at. So they ran down. They ran down the steps, then ran a couple hundred miles. Not a couple hundred miles. About two, three miles down. The chip about three miles from there. The chip is drowned by the Gion Spring. That's where the chip was there, by the Greek Gion Spring, built up on a high mountain over there. But they was able to look up on that other high mountain and look oh, way over there where Paul then was at at the temple. So they ran down the steps. Then they ran down about another mile or so where the temple was at. So that was the temple was at. A mile away from you got that Raven Wall at today. That's a mile away. Because Yahweh made a statement, uh young man, he made a statement. Let me check here. Let me show you what he what he made. He made a statement in what I want. He made a statement in the 19th chapter of Luke. See, Yahweh made a statement. See, he made a statement by knowing the end from the beginning. He made a statement in the 19th chapter of Luke there, you know, right? He said something that we can read. What he said that we can read in the 19th chapter, and we'll pick it up at verse number 41, down to verse 44. Let me show you. Let me show you what he what he laid in scripture for us to know today. Luke chapter nineteen, verse forty-one down to verse forty-four. What he got there, Bartitus? What he got? The Book of Luke, chapter nineteen, 
verse 41 to 44. Luke chapter 19, verse 41 reads, And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. Verse 42 said, If he has known, even you, at the least, and did your day, the things which belong unto your peace, but now they are hid from your eyes. Verse 43, for the day should come upon you that your enemy shall cast a tracks about you and can pass you round about and keep you on every side. Verse 44, they should lay you even with the ground and your children within you, and they should not leave in you one stone upon another because you knew it's not the time of your visitation. Mm-hmm. So he let you know that your temple, he's not going to leave one stone upon another. So he's going to be no weapon wall. He won't leave no wall. He said, when your enemies come in 7 AD and destroy his temple, they're going to they lay it even to the ground. They're not going to leave no wall up because that wall was not uh-huh. that you're going to now $5,000 to put your little paper in the wall. That was a Fort Antonio Fort. That was a military base for the Romans to look down at the temple site, look across to see you. So they had to run down the steps, then run down about a mile around the Gion frame where the temple was at. Because the, the, gear, the frame of the Gion frame is way away from where that 36 acres of granite rock at today. Well, the Muslims got there the same that day. Yeah, third temple going to be there? No. Temple wasn't nowhere near that. He was down the road about a mile or two down. He but see, Yahweh told you, he said, look, when he came to the city, he cried. Because they, they said they're going to build a trench around you all around, keep you on every side. And they're going to lay you even to the ground, and there will be not one stone one stone upon another that won't be thrown down. So there won't be no way to walk. Because stones that was at the tip of Yahweh had gold in it. So if there's one mm-hmm. stone now, they got their gold. They took all that, they put that place down and got the gold and took it all back to the Rome. So they won't leave no stone with no gold. When they start burning that temple down, that gold started melting. It melted all off into the rock, into the bricks. So they so they came back and took all that too. They leave one stone but was not thrown down. They made everything down to get that gold out of it. So that would happen there. So that didn't happen. So the temple was down the road of peace. That's called Fort Antonio. That was a government spot that Herod and them had built up called Fort Antonio. Google your map and find out and they show you that. That was that granite rock that they got. They draw that fighting over there now about the Arabs and them. On that 36 acres of granite rock, Chipper wasn't nowhere near it. It was down the road of peace. You know how we know? Read one more time, daughter. Come back and read one more time from that Fort Antonio. From that Fort Antonio, how do you get there from that granite rock? Going back and read one more time how you get there. How do you get there again to the temple from that Antonio, Fort Antonio? How do you get there? You got to do what in verse 32? Acts 21, 32. What you got to do, daughter? 
Glory to Yahweh. I don't get a, I'm getting a great delay now. I'm getting a great delay. Hey, young man, you got that? Pick that verse up. Yeah, I'm here. Come on, daughter. Okay, well, I'm 2132. 2132. All right. Acts chapter 21, verse 32. Who immediately took soldiers and centurions and ran down unto them. And when they saw the chief captain and soldiers, they left beating the Paul. Okay, they, they ran down They ran down to their, where were they at in verse 30? Where were they at? Where did they ran down from that Fort Antonio? What did they ran down to what place in verse 30? Acts chapter 21, verse 30. And all the city was moved, and the people ran together, and they took Paul and drew him out of the temple. And for a week, the doors were... You see that? You see that? So they ran down to the temple. See, they ran down from that Fort Antonio that had them and built that military base. They ran down, and then they ran about a mile over, then ran back. So the children were down the road a piece. So they ran down. Verse 28. Acts chapter 21, verse 28. Crying out, men of Israel, help. This is the man that teaches all men everywhere against the people and the law, plays and further, while Greeks also to the temple and have polluted this righteous place. Mm. So when that, and, and, and what do what do what did verse thirty one say? Acts chapter twenty one verse thirty one. And as they went about to kill him, tidings came unto the chief captain of the band that all Yahweh Judah was in an uproar. Okay, now, so you had somebody to go tell them out of there was a service going on at the temple. And what they do in verse 32? Acts 21, 32, who immediately took soldiers and centurions and ran down unto them. And when they saw the chief captain. That's it. That's it right there. And they ran down to them. They left that high granite rock, and they got come down. So they came from that military base called the Fort Antonio. Fort Antonio. Look up on your Google map. They ran down, then ran across, then went back up to the temple of Yahweh. The temple of Yahweh is away from that railing wall that you got now. You're going paying five thousand dollars and you're taking you over there to it. You you you, you sit up and you, you you they bumping their heads on the rock and stuff like that. No, that's a for Antonio. That's from the Harrington Bill. Back in the day, oh, Harry and them, they built that, they built that Masana, Fort Antonio. Go you, that's what they, that's what that was, that was about, that was about. From that fort, you got to come down a step, run down about a mile. Then you can take care of the problem they had at the temple. So that way the wall it's, it's, it's only folly to those that got here. It wasn't nowhere to wear the wall because Yahweh 
said, everything will be thrown down. It won't be nothing left that would not be thrown down. That was read in Luke chapter 19, verse 41 through 44. So all that was going to be thrown down because when they put that fire to it in 70 AD, that gold melted off into the bricks. And they had to take all them bricks down where they could get, it, get that gold out of it. All right. We're actually going to have another lesson, too. Now, let's go back, uh, young lion, come on back to that Maccabees again. Go back to Maccabees again, then, young lion. Let's read a little more Maccabees again. What do you, you leave up on, young lion? All right. I'm at, uh, I'm at verse 55 right now. Okay, 55. Take on down. Take on down to verse 64. First Maccabee. First Maccabee. Chapter one. Verse fifty five to sixty four. First Maccabee, chapter one. Verse fifty five reads. And burnt incense at the doors of their houses and the streets. Verse fifty six. And when they had writ in pieces the books of the law which they found, they burnt them with fire. Verse 57. And whatsoever was found with any book of the covenant or if any consented to the law, the king's commandment was that they should put him to death. Verse 58. Thus did they with their authority unto the Israelites, Yadah, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, every month and to as many as were found in the cities. Verse 59. Now the five and twentieth day of the month, December, they did sacrifice upon the altar, upon the idol altar, which was upon the altar of Yahweh. Verse 59. Now, 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 I'm dropping the tidbit here now to be listening real carefully. On the five, on the five and twenty day of the month, they did sacrifice idols, which was upon the idol of Yahweh. On the five and twenty, on the five and twenty, five and twenty days of the month. So this month right here is, look on your Hebrew calendar, it's called one word in Hebrew, but it's called another word in English. So now we're going to find out by looking at the Hebrew calendar, young line, what is this, what is this five and 20 day by looking at your Hebrew calendar? I'm looking right at mine, but I, I, want, I want to get the two names, the two names that it's called. Now, this, this day is called, what they did, it's all the history on the, on the 25th day of the month. You're going to find out what that month means when we go to the fourth chapter, but I want to, I want to look on, it says, on the 5 and 20 month, and they'll give you a name. They'll give you a name on it, but it's going to be, but it's going to, the name's going to be a different name once we get in English. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, since you're bumming around, I ain't, I ain't I'm gonna leave you like that. Uh, I got so I got I got to give You got it. You got. You got. You got. You got what it is on the five and twenty day of the month. What that 
someone is called again on the Hebrew calendar? Uh, let me. I'll let you know when I get my hands on. Okay. Okay. What is called? Listen good, that dog. It's called Kazlu. And Kazlu. Kazlu is this. No, five and twenty months called Kazlu. And five and twenty months in either it's called December. So then go to your December twenty fifth. So some, so this is then on December twenty fifth. On December twenty fifth, this is what they did on the five and twenty days of the month. They did sacrifice the items after which was upon the altar of Yahweh. So this is December. This is our December twenty fifth. Then what they did. Now we go on to the fourth chapter, daughter, of the same book. Now, the fourth chapter, we're going to the fourth chapter, we can get that name again, and now we know what that name means. You see the word Kathleen, it means December. So, December 25th, that's how they're doing. Now, we're going to the fourth chapter, daughter, and we're going to find out what's going on from throw down to verse 11. Throw down to verse 11, that's daughter. First Maccabees 4, down to verse 11. What does it say? Well, yeah, daughter. Maccabees chapter 4, verse 1 through 11. Pick it up, young lines, for time's sake. Come on. By the book of 1 Maccabees, chapter 4, verse 1 through 11. 1 Maccabees, chapter 4, verse 1. Gear took Gargius, 5,000 footmen, and a thousand of the best horsemen, and removed out of the camp by night. Verse 2, to the end he might rush upon the camp of Yadah Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, and smite them suddenly, and the man of the fortress were his guides. Verse 3, that was Judas, heard thereof, he himself removed, and the valiant man with him, that he might smite the king's army, which was at Emos. Amasus, verse 4, why is yet the forces were dispersed from the camp? Verse 5, in the mean season came Gargus by night into the camp of Judas. And when he had found no man there, he sought him in the mountains. For said he, he saw his fleet from us. Verse 6, but as soon as it was day, Judas showed himself. In the plain were 3,000 men who nevertheless had neither armor nor sword to their minds. Verse 7. And they saw the camp of the heathen, nation of Esau and his five sons, Amalek, that it was strong and well harnessed and could pass round about with horsemen, and these were experts of war. Hold that point, young line. When you read when you read verse six, as soon as it was on the way, Judas showed himself in the plane of three thousand men, not man, men. He showed man. himself with men. Yeah, men. So now he so he showed himself with men to plane and they, and so so now they, they're getting busy and Judas and them getting busy and what happened next? 
right? Verse 7. And they saw the camp of the heathen, nation of Esau and his five sons, Amalek, that it was strong and well harnessed and capacity round about with horsemen, and there were experts of war. Verse 8. Then said Judas to the man that were with him, Be ye not their multitude, neither be ye afraid of their assaults. Verse okay. 9. Men, 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 men. 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 Verse 9. Verse 9. Men. Verse 9. Remember how our fathers were delivered and the Red Sea, Gideon, when Pharaoh pursued them with an arm. Verse 10. Now therefore let us cry unto heaven in peradventure, Yahweh will have mercy upon us and remember the covenant of our fathers and destroy this host before our face this day. Verse 11. That so all the heathen, nation of Esau and his five sons, may know that there is one who delivered and saved Israel. Y'all doubt uh, Judah. Vigilant. Get down 23 to 25. Verse 23. First Maccabees chapter 4, verse 23 to 25. Then Judah's returned to spoil the tents, the caps, where they got much gold and silver and built and blue silk and purple of the sea and great riches. Verse 24, after this, they went home and sang a song of thanksgiving and praised Yahweh in heaven because it is good, because his mercy endured forever. Verse 25. After they had a great big slaughter, they beat them. They beat all the nations down. Esau and five songs real good. They beat them down real good. So now, and they sung songs, how Yahweh gave them a great deliverance. And then, what happened next in verse number, for time's sake, let's get down to verse number 35. Verse Maccabees, chapter 4, verse 35 reads, Now when Lysias, Lysias saw his army put to flight, and the manliness and the manliness of Judas, soldiers, how they were ready either to live or die vehemently, he went into Antioch and gathered together a company of strangers and having made his army greater than it was he purposed to come again until y'all died Judah verse 36 then said Judas and his brethren behold our enemies are discomfort let us go up to cleanse and dedicate the temple verse 37 upon this all the hosts assembled themselves together and went up into the mouth. Y'all died, Judah. Now, stop again. Verse 38. Hold right there. So now you find out again that the temple was nowhere 
the temple is in Yahweh's duty is around the city of David. So again, that's the second one showing the temple was not where it's at today, nowhere near that. It's down the road of peace. Okay, good. 38. Verse 38. And when they saw the temple, desolate, and the altar profane, and the gates burnt up, and straws growing in the courts, as in a fools, or in one of the mountains, yea, and the priest's chambers pulled down. Verse 39. They rent their clothes and made great lamentations and cast ashes upon their heads. Verse 40. And, and fell down flat to the ground upon their faces and blew and alarmed with the trumpets and cried towards heaven. Verse 41. And when Judas appointed certain men to fight against those that were in the fortress, and he had cleansed the temple. Verse 42. So he chose priests of blameless conversation, such as he had pleasure in the law. Verse 42. 43. Who cleansed the temple and bowed out the defiled stones to an unclean place. Verse 44. And when as they consulted what to do with the altar of burnt offerings, which was profane. Verse 45. They thought it best to pull it down, lest it should be a reproach to them, because the heathen, the nation of Esau and his five sons, Amalek had the fountain, wherewith they pulled it down. Verse 46. And lay up stones in the mountains of the temple in a convenient place, and today should be a seer to show what should be done with them. All right, Father, there. So now, they got back in control of the temple, they got back in control of the land, and what they did, they got the heathen, broke all Esau off, made them all break out running. They said, now, we're going to throw everything down, we got it prepared. Now, we're going to wait on the seer to show us our way to go. So now they, they knew they got everything in order. They said, now, we're going to wait from this point on now. Read verse 46 again. This is real good at verse 46. First Maccabees, chapter 4, verse 46. And lay up the stones and the mountains of the temple in a convenient place. And said, there should be a seer to show what should be done with them. Mm-hmm. So, they wait for a seer to come to show them what we do now. We got everything under control. Now, we're going to find out when is all this taking back control over the land. Remember, they lost the land back there in the early part of the Maccabees on December 25th. That's when they lost the land. And that's when Antioch Epiphanes done a bad thing to the temple. They lost it December 25th. Now they found out when, when did they gain it back. Now found out they don't gain it back. But let's find out what day that they gained freedom and they temple back. Skip down to verse number 
51. First Maccabees chapter 4, verse 51 reads, Furthermore, they set the loaves upon the table and spread out the veils and finished all the works which they had begun to make. Verse 52. Now on the fifth and twenty day of the ninth month, which is called the month, December, and the hundred forty. What it's called, what it's called here, it's called Kazloos. And Kazloos uh, in English means December. See, it's called Kazloos. Kazloos is in, on the English calendar, it's called December. So Kazloos is Hebrew. And December is English. So on yes. December 25th of Casbu, which is December, what did they do? And the 140 in eight years, they rose up three times in the morning. Yes. 53, and offered sacrifice according to the law upon the new altar of burnt offerings which they had made. Verse 54. Look at what time and what day the heathen nation of Esau and his five sons Amalek had profaned. Even in that was it dedicated with songs and cisterns and hearts okay, and similar. So now, look what we got now. So now, on the same day they lost this temple on a December 25th, they gained it back on a the hundred some year we just got to read on December twenty fifth. So now they have got the temple back years later called and on the same day, December the twenty fifth, called Kazmu in Hebrew, December twenty fifth, they got back control of their temple and Revelation verse twenty fifty five. All right. Said so verse sixty five. 55, 5, 5. 55. Then all the people fell upon their faces, worshiping and praising Yahweh of heaven, who has given them good success. 56, come on. 56. So they kept the dedication of the altar eight days and offered burnt offerings with gladness and sacrifice, the sacrifice of deliverance and praise. Stop right there. So they kept the what? Now the key word they kept was the dedicate. Dedication starting December twenty fifth at eight for eight days. Now the key word is dedication. Now Mother E, make sure you have me St. John chapter ten and have me ten verse number twenty two and twenty three. Now that way with me, Mother Mother E. Have me St. John chapter ten. Verse number 22 and 23 had it waiting on me. So they kept this dedication for eight days. And what did they do in verse 57? God, December 25th, for eight days, they kept this dedication. What did they do in 57? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.